This is the KCRG Morning News Watch. News Talk KCRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And uh, we, I was at the Lincoln Day dinner, and they, you know, for Jasper and Newton counties, and they asked me to moderate a debate. And I got to meet all these great candidates running for Congress. And what I had not met before that was a man named Alex Bryant. He's a pastor, he's a leader, and he wants to be Billy Long's replacement. Now, I don't know if anyone can replace Billy Long. I don't think so. And, uh, but we're going through there. So, Alex, uh, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting you. Uh, You seem like really too much of a nice guy to be in Congress. Why are you doing this to yourself? That's what everybody's asking. Like, most people say, congratulations, you're running for Congress. I'm like, shouldn't somebody say, what are you thinking? You know, know, I I think it's a calling. I think it's more of, um, I'm, I'm the average person. I've been following politics for a while, and and um, I have opinions and views, and instead of continuing to yell at the TV and, and say what I think, I'm, I'm thinking it's time for an average person to step up and to speak for the people. You That's know, we- right. As they would say in church, as uh, at the Christian high school I went to, put a little shoe leather to your faith. I hadn't heard that one, but, you know, I'm putting, little, I'm putting some foot, foot to my faith, that's for sure. You yeah, know, I just, yeah. I want to stand up and speak for our conservative values. You know, we're just tired of the way things are going. Our country is not headed in the right direction. And you have the decisions that President Biden's making or whoever's making the decisions for him. He's going. It, it almost seems like the, the invasion of the body snatchers. I don't even know if he's like making the decisions or whatever. But, you know, Nancy Pelosi and the squad, their radical left agenda is just driving us apart. It's it's putting a wedge and anyone that stands in the way of it. They're calling a racist. Well, I'm tired of hearing that. And so I want to stand up and speak for our conservative values. Yeah. Again, I think the, the deal is that's always a cheap way out. Yeah. It's a cheap way out to sit there and say, oh, you're a sexist. Oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're a homophobe. And uh, instead of talking about, uh, I think. The issues. Yeah, the issues and also finding commonalities between each other. That's the key. I mean, they've weaponized that. They're they're looking at the points of intersectionality and all that. You know, the victim mindset. You know, the bottom line is this. Um, I am an American. I love God. I love my country. I'm proud to be an American. I'm the epitome of the American dream. You know, a young brother man that was born to two teenagers who didn't finish high school. I was able to go to college on a football scholarship and academic, parlayed that into three different degrees, been married to the same wife for 26 years. We're raising five kids. I have my own small, you know, business that is a ministry and I am living the American dream. And if I did it, anyone can do it. But they don't want to hear that message. They don't want that message out. They want to think that I'm a victim. I'm not a victim. I am a person. I want our country great. I want um, our borders protected. Just because I don't want illegal immigrants walking around doesn't mean that I'm a racist. Correct. Um, I, I want to call a guy a guy and a girl a girl. That doesn't make me misogynistic. I'm just tired of them trying to stop our voices and, um, and silence our views by, by labeling us. I, I just I reject that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about some issues. It's Alex Bryant, by the way. He's running for Congress. We're going to put the interview up on our podcast page later today. So you can share it with your friends and family and listen to it again. Because Alex Bryant has a lot to say. I was very impressed by meeting you at the uh, Lincoln Day dinner in Jasper Newton County. Uh, let's talk about term limits. Yes yeah. or no? Absolutely. Um, uh, this is the deal. It, this is when I started to really see this deal with term limits. I'm starting to look and see how come everybody that goes into Washington and they serve and they're there for a while, 
They, they come in the average person. Clinton said they couldn't make their house payments. Obama said he only had 35000 in his bank account, but they leave multi, multi, multi-millionaires. Um, at every level, we have these career politicians that are just getting filthy rich. We don't know if they're doing insider tradings. Um, hey, the room where it happens is what they say in Hamilton. We need the average person to, to what the founding father said. They go, you serve for whether it's eight, 10, 12 years. I don't know the specific number. I'm willing to compromise and talk about it. Let's have some reason to I it. Like, I like 12. I think, that's, uh, that. I, I think that uh, uh, 12 in the Senate and the House, I think, makes all the sense in the world. And, of course, it would have to be a constitutional amendment. Absolutely. And but, but, uh, going on from there. So I think that's important. Num- number two, individual stock ownership by uh, Congress people and their yeah. families. Yeah, I mean, that, you see them just – there's just – too much insider trading and stuff happening. Now, you know, I'm not saying that families can't own stock, but just think about this. I'm a common sense person. Yes. We have one side fighting for, you know, clean, renewable solar energy. You know, their families are all investing in those stocks. They're getting filthy sure. rich off of that. Yeah. The other side's in the, you know, the oil, the fossil fuels and stuff. There's just too much of that. This, see, my take on it is this. I don't care if people own stock, but if I'm only sending you for 10 or 12 years, we want our congressmen and, and our leaders to be okay. I mean, they're, they're, they're making good decisions for our, our culture and our society. I'm okay with them making a good living, but I'm not sending you there for 20, 30, 40 years and your family's building generational wealth. You're becoming multimillionaires. And no, I'm not down with that. I, Alex Bryant, he's running for Congress uh, for the seat to replace uh, Billy Long. He's a Republican. He's from the Springfield area. Let's talk about another issue. We have, uh, we as a nation, uh, have allowed corporations to merge and to merge and to merge, and to where it's taken away the competitive advantage yeah. when we purchase anything. Yeah. It's uh, it. You look at the payoff for consumers when we broke up AT and T. You look at the payoff for consumers when a hundred years ago they broke up Standard Oil. Yeah. Is it time to break up these giant conglomerates? I think that it is. Um, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when AT&T broke up. My, my first job in the corporate world was at MCI WorldCom. I worked there for about eight years, MCI. It sure. happened as a result of AT&T being broken up, you know, which came from Ma Bell being broken up. Sometimes these companies just get too big. And when they get too big, you saw this even you know, with the bailouts and stuff, they, they depend on the government for regulation. They depend on the government to give them um, benefits that the average person wouldn't get. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, I mean, the guy has a, a yacht that's what, like 200 feet long. I mean, it's like a floating city there. He's just continuing to get rich. Yeah, well, I don't have, uh, you know, uh, Bezos, I don't have a problem with him owning a yacht. I, I don't, don't have either. a I don't problem either. with eBay being successful. Here's what my problem has become is that we as uh, our federal government, has allowed merger after merger yeah. after merger, and it takes away consumer choice from people like you and me. Yeah. Well, what? But it's not only that they're giving a merger after merger after merger, but Amazon's getting breaks on the given their when they mail their packages to the U.S. Mail Service. I mean, yes. we're paying no, for that. And that, and it, there's it, something to be said about that. And so, like, I'm I'm a, I'm all for if you have a good idea and you get rich, that's the American dream because they are providing jobs for people. But we can't let you continue to get crazy, filthy rich and dereg with your regulation that you've taken advantage of, um, where the government's giving you tax breaks and you're running out the mom and the pop business because that doesn't fuel competition. We need competition so that other, so that prices can stay regulated. I don't want the government coming in and like a socialistic 
and trying to set prices or mandates and this and that. We, we have to fuel competition. And in order for that to happen, you have to have the little guy be able to come and think that they can compete and succeed. Yes. Yeah, so. absolutely the case. The other note here that I think is the other issue having to do with uh, the United States uh, and our status in the world. Obviously, the Biden administration has taken our status and basically flushed it into the toilet. Yeah. They're globalists. I mean, you yeah. know, he, he's a globalist. And when you look at, you know, for the good of the global community, that's how they see the world. That's how Obama saw it. So then you have to apologize in order for the global partners um, to want to be on the same page. You have to give away your power, your authority, um, your leadership. I, I'm not for that. I think that um, the world is better when America is strong. We have so many good people in America yeah, absolutely. that have done so much good for the world. Um, America is better. I'm, I'm not calling for us to be the police of the world, but we definitely should be ones that are giving our voice so that when the world community comes together, um, they're listening to what America has to say. Our standing in, in, in the world, when we, when, when the ideals, the values that we have, that we espouse for years, when we are speaking and, um, and having strength through a strong military, and um, through a strong economy, um, through through good people and good leadership, the world is better. Quick answer on this one. Should Congress step in and basically tie the administration's hands and demand that oil get b- drilled in the United States? We have to drill. I mean, this is where if you have a president or one side of the party that is not wanting to do it for their own the, the the left, the far left side of that party is kind of hamstringing us. Congress has to come in and say, look, we know you're the president, but you're not willing to do it. We can override. That's that's the beauty of our system. We have checks and balances, and they're obviously not making good decisions. we got to drill. Alex Bryant, he's running for Congress. Okay, Alex, people are going to want now. Now people are going to be thirsty to learn more about you. Yeah. Uh, how do they get, how do they learn more about Alex Bryant for Congress? That's it. You go to that website, alexbryantforcongress.com. We'd love to connect with you, um, see what we're all about. It has our, all of our information. We're all over the social medias as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Alex Bryant for Congress. Look for me. I'm the big, bald, beautiful brother man. So. <laughs> well, God bless you, Pastor. Thank you very much for running. And, uh, and I, I now can say that I think you're sane. And uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Alex Bryant for com. everybody. Uh, check out these candidates and support one. Pick one to go out and support. Alex is a great one to choose. It's FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, and on your smart speaker, News Talk KZRG.